0: So I've just arrived at Waterloo Station and I'm off to meet Austin, who used to run the Philosophy Cafe at Travelling Through. bizarrely. I'm going to be walking right past my old shop in Lower Marsh, so let's see what's in there now. It's a beautiful sunny February day and it's lunchtime in Lower Marsh. There's quite a few people around and I'm just literally walking past the old shop. And it is now called the London Skin Wellness House. There's a lady standing outside with leaflets, but I'm in too much of a hurry at this moment. I've got to get to Austin. I'm late. So I've just gone past Lambeth North and I'm just seeing the building where I'm going to meet Austin. Apparently there's an amazing view from the top. High security, but I'm in the building now. Hello, hello, hello. thank you. It's a beautiful sunny day today. <laughs> This is the Travelling Through podcast. I'm your host, Emma, and today's guest is Austin Caffrey. Austin ran the very popular Philosophy Cafe at Travelling Through. He has lived and worked in Jersey, Bermuda and Hong Kong and has since returned to London. And this is his unique story about London, the world and life. Hello, Austin. Nice to see you. Um, Thanks for agreeing to take part in the Travelling Through podcast series. My pleasure. Just to give the listeners some context, uh, we're sitting... In a building which has a fantastic view over London, the Thames, Waterloo Station,
1: London Eye,
0: London Eye yes. must look amazing at night as well. It does, yep. <laughs> and good for the New Year's Eve.
1: Yes, marvelous fireworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Now, if I remember correctly, you came to the shop originally through um, the advice of another customer who suggested that you could hold your Philosophy Cafe um, meetups in a cafe. That's and right.
1: Yeah, they mentioned to me that it was a downstairs space in addition to the bookshop, and I should investigate.
0: Yes, and you did, and <laughs> did. four years on, we had, was it up to about 50 people? Oh, more
1: sometimes, yeah, it got very crowded, yeah.
0: And your favourite tipple?
1: A dry cider that you used to serve on yeah, ice. Yes, yeah, yeah. which
0: always surprised me, being Irish. That you would drink cider, but maybe that's me stereotyping.
1: Possibly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and the other thing I know you, you particularly enjoyed was the Westmoreland pepper cake. Oh yeah, that was good. And uh, breakfast tea by wonderful uh, balcony tea. That's company. right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a coffee drinker, so teas.
0: No tea, teas you drank quite quite regularly. Yeah. So let's get on to the main question round. So I've split it into like three rounds of questions with some quick fire questions in between just, okay. to, just to keep it going.
1: And do I get points for answering?
0: <laughs> well, possibly. It depends on your answer. Okay. So the, the focus is the London pool. And what brought you to London?
1: Well, I, I, the strict answer is my parents on oh. a plane because we were living in Dublin and my father got a job. Actually, not in London, in Surrey, technically. Um, so greater london uh, and yes. that's that so we came over here as a family some time some years ago back in 1966 when i was about seven years old so
0: wow so that's what
1: initially brought us here
0: mm-hmm. and had you been to school in ireland before coming to school oh either? yes i yeah. went
1: to uh yes the sisters of mercy which is ironically named and yeah. and the christian brothers also an no irony to the name but did they Greek show schools. any mercy no, no <laughs> very strict schools. Uh, in, so actually, that was one of the funny things I got used to here. I couldn't believe what you can get away with in schools when we're here, because they were so strict over there. Over here, they were, yeah, they were just much more um, human.
0: Human. Well, that, well, that's that's good to know. Um, <laughs> um, so, being a young Irish boy, redheaded,
1: headed Irish accent, Irish yep.
0: accent. I imagine you you had a few challenges to face.
1: Well, we were all easy identified. There were seven children in the family, and we all had red hair. So we were very easily spotted, but yes, we have got lots of attempts at Mickey taking, ginger nut, etc. Yes. Uh, and then Duracell batteries came out. I think they all called Copper Top or something. Um, yeah. There's various things like that. That's, but, a, um, that's yeah. quite
0: interesting because I'm um, being a redhead, but not strictly a bright redhead, more like a chestnut redhead. Yeah. In Scotland, I didn't actually it's have more any. Yeah, it's more yeah, normal, yeah, I think because yeah. we were a, a lot. There were a lot of Scots with red hair in the class. We didn't suffer from that as much. Yeah. So.
1: So I'd say back in 66, there certainly was still probably quite a bit of prejudice against Irish people. And, you know, places used to have, we do not rent out to blacks or Irish. So was still, there was still a fair bit of, I uh, should we say, yeah, people not particularly welcoming of the Irish. Yeah, a lot of stereotypes around it. But as we know now, that's significantly changed. The Irish accent is one of the most trusted accents in the English language. Uh, and obviously, when we came over from Ireland, I like to make the comment we raised the IQ of both countries. <laughs> That's a joke by a...
0: (laughs) OK, yes, I've heard you say that in the (laughs) philosophy classes. So you managed to get yourself through school despite all the... um,
1: Oh, yeah, school, yes, yeah. Actually, school was fine, really. Mm. I mean, you know, yeah, it was, you know, people made these comments, but, you know, we couldn't care less, really, and... And if they got too shirty, you'd just thump them, right?
0: Well, I suppose you had. There were <laughs> enough of you as well. Did the Caffreys gang together?
1: We we supported each other. There's no doubt about I'm that. I'm sure you
0: did. Yes, very important. Yeah, <laughs> um, you
1: protected my younger brother. That's for sure.
0: Oh my goodness. So, and then after after school, you stayed in London for a number of years. Yeah, I stayed.
1: I, I stayed and worked in London. Uh, I went into the not banking as such, but more investment arena, uh, and I did my professional exams. Most of them I did here. So I remember the Institute of Financial Services. So I was into, yeah, I was working and having a grand old time. I was also in a punk band in my late teens, uh, because that was the era in the 70s, the first wave of punk.
0: Were you a singer?
1: Uh, I played the piano. Oh, Uh, of course. And I did do some, not frontline singing, but backing vocals. Uh, and it was good fun. We just made up some crap songs and, and people tolerated them in those days quite effectively. And it was a lot of fun. It was a good, it's a good scene in London. That's one of the things, certainly if you're a very young person in London. There's lots of musical things, gigs and all that you can go to. Uh, they're is, relatively yes. accessible. You don't have to go to the big O2 concerts or whatever. Mm. There's lots of small rooms that you can... Uh, music, music. So I had a lot of fun with that actually. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, that's true. Uh, for, for London, it's fantastic for yeah. music, and yeah. if you you can seek out all types of music. And it still is. I mean, it
1: still, I like we, we go to a jazz evening regularly now um, at a, a local pub. So mm. yeah, there's lots of things still going on. Mm.
0: And then you did actually leave London for was it the Channel Islands. You were saying. Yeah, I got there?
1: offered a job, and they got fed up with work here. So they asked me if I wanted to spend a few years in Jersey in the Channel Islands, and I said yes. Uh, immediately without really thinking about it. And uh, and that was good. That was a really good experience for me. It was the first time I feel like I was away from family and friends actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah and I enjoyed it. I got very fit when I was out there. There's lots of sporting activity. So yeah, it was a nice thing to do, but, but quiet. I used to come back pretty much every month or two mm-hmm. um,
0: so that was the London pool again
1: yeah <coughs> coming back coming back to yeah and obviously I had, I had family friends and I had met my girlfriend uh I had a girlfriend back in London here in those days mm-hmm. So
0: that, yeah, that, that
1: didn't work out very well because we ended up getting married and are still together
0: <laughs> and Catherine's a lovely lady she is so lovely, the listeners yeah. should know yeah yeah
1: she so I've been happily married for what 30 years near enough now I can't say the same for her but uh <laughs>
0: She'll <laughs> so have to speak. I'll have to bring her on the show to Don't to, to, her to give her side of the story, but
1: yeah. So, um, yeah, so actually, that was a long distance romance we had because I was out there for three years. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so, that that's the thing about sport in between, um, like in London, sport in London, that there is a lot of it, but you really have to seek it out. I think there's when I first came to London, I thought it was a very expensive thing to do, but now there seems yeah. in the parks and meetups and yeah,
1: things in the park. But a lot of the adult education places do very reasonably priced classes in different types of exercise, mm. uh, and. I've joined quite a few. Uh, The local one that was here is Morley, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but there's a few others around.
0: Mm -hmm. Then after the Channel Islands, you went even further afield. Well, I came um, back
1: here, first of all, Uh, and then it was settled down. We moved in together with Catherine in, in London here and bought a house down in Blackheath. Uh, and then uh, I kind of got a bit bored with the work scene here. And uh, I was talking to Catherine and I said, I'd like to go abroad again. And she said, well, if you're going to do that, can you go somewhere warmer than the Channel Islands? <laughs> 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 I, decided, I decided the, uh, the Caribbean was too, um, was too hot for somebody of a red-haired, freckled disposition. Freckle. So, I know that feeling. <laughs> so we, we settled on Bermuda, uh, which is a subtropical climate. Uh, oh. and it's a very nice climate there. And we ended up uh, yeah, going out there for five years. Mm-hmm. And then they out there, they were quite happy. They got fed up with me too. So they decided to send me out to Hong Kong to run the businesses out there. And basically... The work I was doing there really was in the sort of investment world, really, but um, but it was fundamentally turning around businesses, which was really interesting. And then in Hong Kong, I kind of, again, we sold off the businesses to a bigger bank. I didn't particularly like working for a big bank again. And so I decided to return to UK. My parents were getting on for yes, Catherine's. Yes. So we kind of thought, well, let's come back and see if we can support them a bit more. And so I returned to UK and did a master's in philosophy for the first year about ethics in organisations. So that was back at the time, I don't know if people remember this, when WorldCom and Enron and all these sort of scandals were brewing oh, yes, and people exactly. were behaving badly in organisations. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at you know the basis for why people act uh, might be prone to act badly in organisational settings. And the bottom line, in case you're interested, is that we're much more situationally driven than we might like to think. Um, but no, no company was interested in being told about moral responsibility. <laughs> Not then. <laughs> Not then, they are now. How things have changed. So I went back to my first love, which was psychology, my first degree was in. Yeah. It was in psychology and that's kind of what I do now, organisational psychology. But that's what brought me back in a sense. Well, family, I guess, because parents were here mm-hmm. or living down Hastings, actually, at that point. Yes. Um And then I just settled back in and there's just, you know, studying here was really good. I went to King's College for both the philosophy and the psychology and psychiatry. Uh, and that's, again, a thing that London offers. It's so many really good quality educational institutions. Not necessarily, um, not inexpensive by any means, but um, they're certainly very good quality. That's one of the things. Mm. I enjoyed
0: it. gives you an opportunity to change direction as well, or build on yeah. on what you already have Yeah, like And the
1: organizational work, psychology work, was very easy to come by here for me with my background in organizations. So, London is, is a place where, you know, if you're prepared to put yourself out there and push, the opportunity is pretty much everywhere. And yes. So it's a very busy, busy, you know, moving forward city.
0: Okay. Well, good. That was the first round of serious okay. questions. So, That's I'm going to have a quick question round. That yeah, okay. Sense. That's great. It's a bit like boxing here. So, um, Favourite form of London transport, bus or tube?
1: Uh, oh, that's a tricky one. Tube, I would say. I like walking, though, to be honest with you. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Walking around London is my yes, favourite thing. Yes, I, I tend to agree with yeah.
0: that. Um, or cycling, actually. Yeah, I don't,
1: cycle. I don't cycle in London. Catherine doesn't want me to. Yeah. She thinks it's too it, dangerous. It is a
0: wee bit dangerous, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> in places. I've had my moments. Um, do you have a favourite tube station?
1: Not really. I don't particularly do have a... a the, the one that I'm most puzzled by is Bank Tube Station. I often work in, in the city... And I never seem to find the right exit.
0: know <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a rabbit warren, isn't it? It is. And actually, when I first came to London, it was called The Drain. Do you remember that? It is still called. The Waterloo City Line the drain. is
1: still called The Drain. Because I when
0: I say that to people, they look at me... Yeah, Waterloo to... City Line was
1: referred to as The Drain. It I think was, it still yeah. is, by, but not as commonly. Not
0: so commonly, yes. Um, OK, second question. Favourite place on a sunny summer's day, London Park or the Thames?
1: Oh, uh, oh gosh, that's tricky again. Um, well, I do a lot of walking along the South Bank. What's great these days is they've opened up the Thames Pathway, so you can walk incredible distances down down to the estuary or back up up Um So one of my favourite walks actually is walking up to Battersea Park, which is a reasonable distance mm.
0: what, from it, from Waterloo. From,
1: from here, from yeah. Waterloo. If I just want a short walk, the best park is clearly St James's. Yeah. Sorry, there's a, there's, you know Buckingham Palace is there. Um, but I do love walking along the river because you see, there's there's so many interesting things to see along the river. And if the tide's out, you can walk down on on the bank.
0: Yes, a bit like we uh, call the beach.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you can literally walk from all the way from the. No, I was going to say shell buildings, but shall we say uh, the War Festival Hall. You, if the tide's out, you can walk all the way along the. We we'll call it a beach. Uh it's quite can be muddy in places. All the way up to past up to the Globe Theatre. Wow, so it's, I it's didn't realize you could walk that far. Yeah, I it's should a try that. Nice, yeah. that so. And you find things.
0: Yes. What, what's the term again? It's a comb. No, it's another word. Uh, but I
1: found things country. like sunglasses and things like that. You know.
0: No Roman coins.
1: No Roman coins. Lots of pottery things. Oh mm. yeah.
0: yes, clay pipes. I yeah. think yeah. Are quite. Well, I've,
1: nice. yeah, I've not come across those, but those are one thing that people go for. Yeah,
0: they do. Uh, okay, third question. Favorite London expression. I don't
1: know a favorite London expression. Do we lose all the expressions?
0: I wonder. Well, one I could throw in there is tube.
1: Oh, is for very thing is <laughs> the tube.
0: Is. Yes, yes, it's and, tube. And everyone yeah. looks at us going, People get tube? confused by that, don't yes. they? And for our listeners who are, are not from London, the tube is also ref- is the underground, also known as um, the metro or the subway in other places. In yeah. other places,
1: MTR in Hong Kong. Yes, it is it's interesting. You just do accept the fact that everybody knows that. You, you do, piece. don't you?
0: <laughs> um, and the fourth quick round question: street food or pub grub?
1: Uh, again, that varies hugely because there's, so, there's nice places now. There's, I don't know if you've ever been to Borough Market, but you can get some really good food down there. Uh, but a lot of the pubs now are doing really well. They kind of do pub thing is a big thing now. And the fact, there's a kind of few uh, ones over around here that have opened up with gastro food. Again, it's tricky. Depends it on the mood, really. It
0: does, doesn't it? You know, it's a I, sunny day.
1: I'll probably go for the street food.
0: Mm-hmm. And pubs, I mean, pub grub right by the river is great. Yes, it is. There's nice some really in.
1: nice places there, yeah.
0: Okay, on to our next serious second okay. round of questions. So you said that your home originally was in Ireland. Which part of Ireland? So
1: were it's well, we were born in Dublin. We were born in south Dublin. It's still Oregon. And I do have fond memories of it, even though I was relatively young. And we still, as a family, refer to it as home. Because we go back, we try to go back every couple of years or so as a, you know, although we're growing up and all that. Yes. Um, we do that because, actually, we found we were getting busy and traveling and we weren't going back, and then we ended up going for funerals of my aunts and uncles. So we thought, actually, better to see them while they're alive rather than while they're dead. <laughs> yeah, so we kind of <laughs> we instigated the thing. I'm we? going back in April again. But we, it's interesting that we, you know, when we arrange this, my sisters in particular, they're older than me, say, oh, you know, going home. So we still do refer to Dublin as home, and, and, and it's a lovely city if We go there. It's a beautiful city to walk around.
0: Would you ever consider um, going to live there permanently, moving no, from London? No, I think I'm... I'm
1: I, London, London is uh, is of, of my favourite cities. London's the top one. Uh, behind that will come somewhere like New York and then Hong Kong and, and then Dublin and then maybe Paris. Barcelona's lovely too. Um, so, <laughs> there's lots of <laughs> there lovely cities, of... but they have different things going for them.
0: They do, yes.
1: Yeah, and uh, but the thing about London is, it's even though I do walk around it a lot, especially from the city, it's actually a very, you know, it's a, quite a big sprawling city. So, so it is interesting. There's always places you can discover that you haven't been to.
0: And and in Ireland, if you were recommending, because you go back so regularly, if you were recommending somewhere somebody should go if they were visiting Ireland for the first time where would you Ooh, say to okay. go would you say to go to Dublin and then on or would I you would say, say
1: I we, we we'd like to stay at the Gresham Hotel which is in, in very much in the center of town but I would do a walk up and down the, the, the river Liffey and the bridges see the, the bridges there it's so much smaller than, than, than London that you can actually you can easily do it quite a bit of walking and cover a lot of the ground there's so many interesting things to see there's live music in in the center of the city too at night uh, and that's real good fun. I would do that. But there's so, there's so many, again, interesting things. There's museums and that there that are fascinating. And I, I would certainly also recommend people getting out of Dublin, because if you go uh, southwest and that, from Dublin, there's, again, lots of interesting uh, countryside and, and things to it's see. It's
0: very good for walking, isn't it? It is. Well, so it is. Like it's well. beautiful, yeah. A lot of people just go on walking holidays to... Arran yeah. Islands, actually, is a place I'd yeah. love to go to. Okay, yeah, that's
1: out southwest, I think, yeah. yeah. Yes. And yes. Connemara, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and, and, uh, if you go to Galway, you can see the paving, the kind of, it's called the barren there. It's really interesting. It's a limestone pattern there, uh, which, and that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And there's a place called Doolin, on right on the west coast there, which would remind you of the uh, eagle's song, doolin Dalton. Uh, but actually, it's a, weird, it's a lovely, small, very small town where you get lots of international backpackers and that coming. Okay. So you get to meet some interesting people.
0: And the best tasting Guinness as well. It doesn't taste... Like Guinness they, anywhere else in the world, does it? They,
1: they say that, yeah. I, I have, can't help but feel there's a slight bit of a romance around that. Because, <laughs> you know, it's just when you're away on holidays in different places. This is one of the exciting things about. I remember going to New Zealand and, and having, you know, uh, a Pinot Noir in a restaurant. I just thought that was a fabulous Pinot Noir. And I realised that when I got back here, I, I bought the same one, and it, it just because of where you are, it doesn't quite doesn't <laughs> quite doesn't. taste the same. So I think, but that's what places do, don't they? Yes. They, give, they give you this. You know, different perception. Nostalgia,
0: romantic Yeah, emotions. or you
1: just perceive things slightly in a yeah, different
0: way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, next quick round questions. Okay. Um, Are you a cinema or theatre-goer?
1: A theatre more than cinema, I would say.
0: And uh, favourite London venue?
1: You know what, that's, again, it, that's so I like the Old Vic,
0: yeah.
1: A, because it's handy, but it's, it's a lovely big, it's a big theatre, and the productions and staging are often incredible there. But I also like the Young Vic. Mm. It's a very different feel to it. It's much closer. Um, it kind of depends on what you're seeing, but I, those would be two that I'd certainly would recommend. But there's loads of really good smaller playhouses like the Southwark Playhouse. Again, another exciting thing about London: there's lots of small theatres. There's a Waterloo. Uh, out, yes. There's one under the bridge oh, here, Waterloo. Waterloo.
0: Yes, it is. Waterloo
1: and um, again, you can get you can get to see really interesting stuff for you know quite inexpensively.
0: That's true, and yeah. I think um, who was Harry Potter is now Dan, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe yeah. is, is playing in. A show in at the Old Vic at the moment. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm just, not sure
1: how that's had good reviews, but sure I will not mention it.
0: I was looking over someone's shoulder as you do when you're on the tube. Yeah, and it uh, seemed that the reviews were good. It was good, <laughs> so it was there good. We go. So yeah. so
1: far, I've seen lots of uh, seen lots of really good productions. Yeah, in fact, it's like Christmas. I saw Christmas Carol, and the staging was just. Fantastic. it's excellent isn't yeah.
0: it it's just, um, okay second second question dinner out or nightlife to dawn
1: okay I don't do life, nightlife to dawn anymore um, <laughs> although I've had a few late nights where we're walking back yeah we, 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 we do eat out from time to time what's interesting is I like to cook and what I've discovered is that um you Know we can get really nice food here that I can make at home, but we do like to pop out. There's some lovely restaurants around again. You're spoiled for choice, frankly. You are, one, you know. You go one time, you can go to a, a sort of a there's a one called the Baltic, which is food from countries around the Baltic Sea. Uh, a Thai food you can get here in London, which is I love Thai food. You can, yeah, you can get any type of food you like. Quite often, there's a lot of fusion food. Mm. Uh, so, in the main restaurants in London are, are really quite good.
0: And again, also um, street food at night as well, particularly in the summer, there, there yeah. are quite a few places that yeah, stay, that's up Yeah, a really, that's right. Yeah, great, so. Yes, you're so, spoilt for choice, so which is good because uh, how, how things have changed. Yes,
1: indeed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: okay, third quick round question. Favourite place to go walking or cycling in or around London, which I suppose you've kind of... I've answered already that really. I would say
1: walking that. along the river is one of my favourite things to do. Uh, Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Right. Onto our third round. Ding, ding. I also
1: like, actually, I'll just throw in. I also like going to places where tourists don't go. So, for example, when people come over, I take them to things like the War Courts of Justice rather than, say, the Old Bailey. The War Courts of Justice is fascinating. But there's also, there's Lincoln Inn, there's Infields, there's all in that area. And there's churches on that, uh, like St. Bernard's or uh, Fleet Street, I think I there's really interesting places that aren't on your standard tourist trail.
0: Yeah, but that's a very nice thing, yeah. to, is finding the quiet places yeah, in London. Yeah, and, and, and
1: they are just as fascinating as the main tourist places.
0: I need to go on one of your, your London tours, clearly. Yeah,
1: i go yeah, on my non-tourist tour. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: okay, third round. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be?
1: I think it probably would be London, actually. I know I'm, I'm, I'm biased because I live here. But I think, um, yeah, and I've, I've lived, as you know, in places like Bermuda and Hong Kong, and I've travelled into China, I've travelled into the US, and I've travelled in many countries in Europe. And I think, yeah, I think London has pretty much got everything going for it in so many ways.
0: It's a good platform, isn't it, to, yeah. to go to other places yeah, you can, in the you world? Pretty much,
1: yeah. you can pretty much travel to anywhere from here. I also like, actually, in recent times, I like actually travelling around the UK. You know, there's so many, again, interesting places that... Um, that's easy to forget about. But the geography of the UK is also fascinating.
0: It's true, and it's always the last thing we, f- we, we think to do. Isn't yeah. it? I like hiking, holidays. yeah,
1: I like hiking. So you can get out to the Chilterns very quickly from London, for example. It's nice.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a wanderlust, or are you very much an armchair traveller?
1: Uh, I think there is a desire to wander. We, we haven't travelled abroad much in recent times, about because of the family commitments that we have, um, which has made it trickier. But I think we will get back into it. So certainly, over in the past, we have travelled a fair bit. We would, when we were living in London, we would regularly take city weekend breaks uh, mm. in Europe.
0: And you don't have to go that far on a train to be in a totally different uh, world. That's the beauty again of of, of yeah. London and the UK. You're so close to the European
1: exactly. Yeah, uh, the and, you know, continent. Zipping and on the on the Eurostar to uh, to Paris is, is so easy. Yes. Yeah, to do, and we've done that a few times and meet up friends. We meet our European friends, and we'll meet say in Paris. And that's that is the the nice thing, I, you know. But I wouldn't mind maybe you know trying a stint somewhere else. I have not not lived properly in the U.S., but that might be that might be a place I'd be. Temp- I could be tempted by New York. San Francisco is pretty good too, but <laughs> but New York is. Uh, I could be tempted by. You've
0: got you've got more of the extremes of weather in New York. Yes, I, New
1: York yes, West. you do actually. Oh, and we've been there on yeah. on the, a cold Thanksgiving, thirtieth of November, and yeah. it was. Freezing.
0: <laughs> yes, bitingly cold. I've been yeah, there too. Yeah. Yes, all the thermal layers in the world didn't keep we, me warm. We went into
1: the theater, We went into the cinema. <laughs> Just to keep warm. <laughs> Just to get warm again.
0: Okay. So, what place have you visited that's had the biggest impact on you? Would you say?
1: Well, this is going to sound like a, a, oh, so. Again, it's so tricky, isn't it? It is. So and I love. I love being in Hong Kong. I, I loved Hong Kong much more than I did Bermuda. Even though Bermuda allowed us to travel to the states. On a regular basis, and we actually got married in New York. So I should say New York, but actually, when I think about it, I think Hong Kong enabled us to travel. You know, we went to Taiwan, went down to New Zealand, Australia. But Hong Kong itself is a fascinating city. Uh, It's such a mix of things. Um, And we went there in 1999, so it was two years after uh, the Chinese had taken back. And I know things appear very problematic at the moment Mm -hmm. with all the the, what's going on right now. But still, it's, it's a it's a fascinating place. And I used to do a lot of hiking in the Northern Territories. Uh, okay. with friends when I was there uh, and again it was really really interesting, it's such a contrast of poverty and wealth uh, that you don't really see uh, in Europe
0: And have you still got friends living in, in Hong Kong during these times? So
1: yeah we still know some people who are who are living out there but I know um, a <laughs> I, mean, I think he actually he's retired now He's uh, he was in the police, he's very senior in the police so he has an interesting take on what's going on out there I'm now Sure yes yeah.
0: um, Okay so we have one final question for you, and that is, what would be the one piece of advice you would give someone moving to London?
1: Get stuck in. Um, I get stuck would, in. <laughs> I would, uh, the, the, the what, device, the, so I, run a, the I, have, I run a philosophy cafe here on a regular basis, and one of the great things about that is the people who come are very international. So one of the things I would recommend to people is, is get out and, and, and join things that, you know, the philosophy cafe is great. It's just an idea of coming together and people having less than trivial conversations uh, or, uh, and having kind of maybe chewing on a topic they're interested in. And it works, it works really well. So that's the sort of thing. Certainly when I came back here, one of the things I immediately started to do was I got involved in uh, various things like you know, philosophy groups. There's a lot of them around. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I, I, I do classes. I've done classes at uh, the other education stuff as well. But that's why I would, I would certainly join up stuff so you get to know people. Because it can be, you know, a big city like this can be a lonely place. And, and Londoners, I, would, it's, I think it's fair to say, are probably not the most open Mm. and friendly of, of people because you know it's a bit like a, if you're up north in England you smile at someone they smile back down here they're wondering what you want <laughs> yes. I'm not that's an exaggeration but it's, it, it, it feels it can be a place where people can feel very lonely so, so getting to meet other people I would I, say.
0: yes I think that's a very good piece of advice because yeah. I, I know when I first came to London from Edinburgh and the first year was pretty tough mm. I, I found it very challenging and, and uh, I ate a lot of chocolate actually <laughs> <laughs> there weren't the meetup groups that there are now so uh, yeah. and, but uh, thankfully I've got over eating all that okay. eating chocolate on a regular basis <laughs> and
1: London, you can buy lots of different types of chocolate as well.
0: <laughs> you can now you can <laughs> from
1: all yes. over the world. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I think that uh, wraps it up. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Austin. It's been great for you to yeah, share sharing pleasure. all your story and thoughts fun. on London, the world, and life. Yeah. And um, so, where can we find the information about your philosophy? Oh, okay, it's, um,
1: st- look up the Waterloo Philosophy Cafe. I started that one up. Uh, was it just before I started at your shop? I think I'd already had it going possibly under a different name and then I changed it to the Waterloo Philosophy Cafe when we started that. are travelling through bookshop. Just just look up a Meetup, the Waterloo Philosophy Cafe and you'll get and you'll see what it, we do.
0: Okay, so we'll, we'll put the link for our listeners interested in that. The, and the philosophy, we should say, is is a not highbrow academic. No, it, it's a, it's a it's, cafe
1: format, a bit along the, the traditional French lines, and, and basically you don't have to have any expertise in philosophy, but you do have to be prepared to have an open mind, I would say that, um, and, and be prepared to discuss things with other people.
0: Yes, and also there isn't a language barrier in the sense there's people from all parts of the world who are... Yeah, in
1: fact, we, we get a number of people tolerant. come along deliberately to help improve their English. Uh, we certainly have had some people recently who've who've said that they don't say much because, you know, they're building up their confidence, but they'd like to listen. That's and in the small yeah. groups, they do talk a bit more and um, they find it a really good way of broadening uh, their English.
0: Right. Which is oh, a nice thing. Yes. It would be something that I would try to do, again, if I was living abroad, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Well, that wraps it up with Austin. Thanks so much. To all you travelling through podcast listeners out there, I hope it's been inspiring for you and you've got some takeaways from the show today. Of course, we'll put the links to everything we've discussed where we can in the show notes. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please do give us a rating and a review. Austin will be... <laughs> what will I be? What will you be? I <laughs> know oh, Waiting for them. Yeah. Um, please do subscribe and finally please share this podcast with your friends. We'll be back next week with more travelling through tales from London's melting pot of cultures, The London Pool. What makes you stay and what makes you leave? But for now, take care and thanks for listening.